All right. Last week, we were able to hear from Brother Tong D, and Brother Adrian is in town. Why don't you start coming up, Brother Adrian? And he's with us for a little bit. And so I asked him to come tonight and to give us an update on what is going on and how the ministry is going and preach for us. And so appreciate Brother Adrian grew up here. I think he was earning. You were earning for learning, weren't you? You weren't, but you sold candy, didn't you? Yeah, he was his own earning for learning, okay? We didn't even have it organized. We just gave him a box of candy and said, head that direction right there. Pay your school bill. Glad to have him. So let's give Brother Adrian a warm Pacific welcome. Well, good evening, church family. What a joy and a privilege it is to be here this evening. I'm so happy to be, always be back at our home church. This is my favorite place, Pacific Baptist Church. And I love to be here because why this is home for me? This is my family. 30 years now. Wow, I thought about that this morning. 30 years. Uh, time has flown by, and I don't want to be anywhere else. I'm thankful that we have this place to call home. I hope that you are thankful too. In a little bit, we're going to show my uh, uh, deputation video as we've been on the road now for about a year, and God has been so, so good to my family. Wow, it's beyond words just how he has been providing how he's been blessing, and uh, just what he's been doing in and through our lives. I'm happy to be uh, a missionary sent out of our home church. Um, never thought that would be. Never thought that I have the privilege of serving the Lord uh, for these many years. And uh, thank you for doing your part to send not only me, but uh, our team to Cambodia, to Thailand, to Laos, Lord willing, to many other places here around the world, and Lord willing that you... Someone that I'm looking at here in this room would be another person that within the next few years would go. We need more to go. There is a great need all around the world, but I say there's a greater need across the world, eight, 10,000 miles away for more laborers to go. Uh, men, let's go ahead and show the video. Cambodia is a growing and developing country of 17 million people located in Southeast Asia. It's a country where approximately 98% of people claim to practice either Buddhism, Islam, Hinduism, or spirit worship. Sadly, the vast majority of the people have little to no hope of knowing where they will spend eternity. Cambodia is a country where less than 1% claim to be Christian. Cambodia is truly a needy country in need of many more laborers. Cambodia is the country that my mother fled from over 40 years ago during the horrific and unthinkable genocide upon the Cambodian people by the evil communist group known as the Khmer Rouge. I praise the Lord that God brought my mother over 8,000 miles across the globe to America and that she had the opportunity to hear and receive the gospel. Hello, my name is Adrian. My name's Emily. And this is Emily. We are the tourist family, missionaries to the country of Cambodia. I came to know the Lord as a seven-year-old in Long Beach, California, at my home church of Pacific Baptist, under the leadership of Pastor Joe Esposito, now pastored by Steve Myers. At the age of 13, I dedicated my life to the Lord, and since then, there has been a burning desire in my heart to serve Jesus and to make a difference in the life of others for Him. I had the privilege of graduating from Pacific Baptist School in 2005, then to graduate from Pacific Baptist Bible College in 2009. While in Bible College, God greatly worked on my heart. It was in 2008 on a five-week missions trip to Cambodia that my eyes were opened and my perspective broadened about the need to get the gospel to this Christless 
and gospel-starved country. My time growing up in the U.S. and serving at my home church has allowed me the unique privilege and opportunity to reach and work with many Cambodians who are still serving the Lord today in different capacities at Pacific Baptist Church. My wife, Boon Mi, is of Hmong ethnicity, born in the country of Laos. She came to know Christ as her savior as a 12-year-old girl in the refugee camps of Thailand. I thank the Lord for foreign missionaries that brought the gospel to her family. Since being married in 2018, we've had the opportunity to serve the Lord as a family in Cambodia, and she has added Khmer to the other four languages she already speaks fluently. In Cambodia, God is doing a great work in and through our team. We continue to see lives radically changed by the gospel and are blessed with fruit that remains. Through our team of missionary families, we have already established ministries with our fifth church plant, which just recently started in August of this year. Our Christian school, Bible Institute, and Bible College are the training grounds for the next generation and for reaching Cambodia with the gospel. Cambodia has been my home for the past 10 years, and we've enjoyed discipling nationals and helping many to continue living for the Lord. It is our desire for this country to be where we spend the rest of our lives reaching more people, training nationals, and starting churches all throughout the country. Our goal is to help the Cambodian people and the many other ethnic groups such as the Cham and Khoi people find the hope that they are seeking which can only be found in Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Steve Myers with Pacific Baptist Church in Long Beach, California. I'm coming on behalf of Adrian Torres, one of our men, a missionary in Cambodia. I've known him since he was a young man coming to church with his family. I've seen him grow up in our church and mature as an individual, working on staff, working with bus kids. Several years ago, he went to Cambodia as a single man, paying his own way, and was a missionary with our missions team there, doing a great work in Phnom Penh. He met a national there. They are now married and serving the Lord very fruitfully. It is time for him now to raise support, and I heartily recommend him to your church. This is a young man who has already been on the mission field, paid his own way to the mission field, and is producing fruit on the mission field. I hope that you will consider him. I hope, worst, worst case scenario, you would pray for him, but also help him to get back to the mission field and continue the tremendous work he is doing with our team in Cambodia. If you have any questions, you can feel free to contact me. Thank you for considering he and his family. We look forward to returning to the field in just a few months. We ask that you pray for us, the work in Cambodia, that you would consider partnering and supporting our family in this great work. Would you pray for us as we return to Cambodia and seek those who are lost and in need of a savior? You know, words will never be enough to say thank you for investing in my life and being my greatest supporters throughout the last 11 years. Thank you, church family, for doing your part to help the ministries in Cambodia become reality. You know, it speaks very highly of our church as I uh, travel and I'm on deputation. You know, when I say I'm from Pacific Baptist, it helps to get into many doors. Because why? We have a good name here. And might we keep that good name. Might we continue exalting Christ here in Long Beach, California? Might we continue getting the gospel out to the many people here surrounding our city?
thank you so much, church family, for being a supporter of me for so many years. I do pray that many would go. I don't know if in the past many years I've seen many more go. Yet there in Cambodia, there in Laos, we are training men and women to go do exactly what we're there for, to go and reach a world that's in need of the gospel, a world that needs Jesus Christ. But we here as a home church, a strong sending church, a strong mission-supporting, missions-praying, missions-loving church, we need to be the next ones to go. We have a pastor who loves the Lord. He loves his family, loves our church. He loves the gospel going forth. He's not holding anyone back. I listen time and time again. If God's called you, go. Lutongdi said it last week. The need is great. More workers are needed everywhere. Don't let that hold you back. Don't let what's happening here and maybe your dreams hold you from doing God's perfect will for your life. I'm so happy to be and to be doing what I'm doing today. I don't regret it. I won't trade it for the world. We're going to show a little bit of uh, uh, photos uh, real soon. And I want to share about what's happening right now in Cambodia, what God is doing there. If we can get that going. Uh, right behind me. There we go. I'm seeing myself right up front. Here we go. Um, we have our uh, church there in Phnom Penh, our Thapang Singhao Church, and uh, church family. Our main church is growing. Our, what we call there, our mother church there is growing. I know Titus is back there, and he misses being back home. And thank you for supporting the ministries, for giving, so that way this church can help start other churches. We have our second church plant. And that's in Satrai. That's about an hour now from where we are. And this uh, uh, church right here uh, is seeing people saved. Uh, we're uh, building a new building right now. And Lord willing, the next couple months, that building will be done. Thank God for the miracle of this place. Thank you, Brother Two, for all your investment there to help see this church become a thriving place, to see many former Muslims come to know Jesus Christ and now have hope, now have peace, now have love, and now are doing their part to get their family, their friends, their neighbors, their community the gospel. We have our third church plant, our Stungmanjay Church, and God is doing a work here with these lives right here. They're in transition right now. God's using these folks now to hopefully start our next church plants uh, this year. We have our Tepang Thumb Church. That's about five hours northwest of Cambodia, and usually our folks need to leave about four or five in the morning just to get up north and spend the whole weekend, come back Sunday night in time for Sunday night church. Uh, thank God for what God's doing in our church here uh, with other ethnic groups here, with our Khoi people, and uh, 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 for our uh, future man that's going to lead this, Brother Tom, and uh, his new wife. We also have our newest church plant here, and that's the Swai Thong Church, and that's about an hour and a half from our Phnom Penh Church. And uh, we, as you see, we meet there like we met here years ago under a tent, okay? Set up the chairs, uh, use a tarp, kids will sit there. Uh, we will do what we need to do so that way our people can meet and can gather. What's ahead for us? Our next building. 
our new education building right there, our Christian school building, our, our Bible college building, our Lord willing nursery uh, 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 rooms right there, because you'll see a photo of Rosen and what I mean by that right there. Uh, and this is just about done, just uh, last update uh, uh, about a week ago. And uh, pray, pray for that, please. Uh, we are just about there, and we're so excited for what God's going to do in and through this building right here. Uh, here we have a map of our area, the very middle um, in that purple area, that is where we are located. And you see a bunch of other little uh, uh, rectangular areas. Those are uh, villages and those are areas that we are looking to get into, that we are already in, and that, Lord willing, we'll start a few more church plants there. You have the bottom left, and that is Samrong Village. You have uh, right to the right of us on top, uh, you have Prebangro. Uh, uh, and those are two places right now where we have people, where we're going out and ministering to folks. And Lord willing, this year we'll see churches uh, be birthed from those two places. And they're roughly only about 15 to 25 minutes away from where we're presently located. And you know who's going to be pastoring and who's going to be leading these works? Our national men. Men that we have trained. And guys who are right now in Bible college right now, and they're studying. Why? Because they want to reach their people for Jesus Christ. Pray for these places right here. Pray for God to do a work where we are. We're about 50 minutes outside of the capital city. We're still in the city limits of Phnom Penh, uh, but we praise God for where he's places. We did not know that this would be where God would put us about four years ago. But when you get driven out uh, uh, of the capital city because of price and uh, because of not having your own place, and God opens up a door, you go for it. And you, by faith, trust God, and you watch God work. And wow, God is working in a miraculous way. Our church just uh, shared a little bit of the vision to our people there in Cambodia of what our goals are for this year. And you see 10 goals here. Number one, finish the education building. Number two, obtain a permit from the Ministry of Education so that we can start up uh, our future school. And number three, begin an online radio station. Many people still there use the radio, and it still reaches out to thousands of people, and we want to use that to get them the gospel. Those in the 8,000 500 villages out of 14,000 villages in Cambodia that have no gospel witness. That means that they'll be born, they'll live, and they'll die. Never one time hearing of Jesus Christ in their life. Yes, there are people. Yes, there are thousands, yea, millions around the world. And there are uh, 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 millions in Cambodia who have never heard of Jesus Christ. Pray for that. We want to start an English school. We want to begin a scholarship program for those who will come to our academy. And there are many underprivileged children uh, who would love to have an education, who would love uh, to be in a place where people actually care for them and love them. Similar to those of you, uh, Earning for Learning, and I love that ministry. I gave uh, years of my life to that ministry. Those are kids that are just like you. We want them to have hope. We want them to have a future. Maybe it'll come from our church here that you'll support someone who is in need so that way they don't have to go to an ungodly public school where there's so much going on that, wow, it would break your heart. We want to begin at least one new church, Lord willing too. We want to begin an English service. Hey, you know, there's a lot of English-speaking people here. And you say, oh, I can't learn the language. Okay, good. Well, then come on over and Preach for our English service there. Come on over and help run that there. No excuse there, okay? 
Uh, yeah, you'll pick up some new words. You'll learn to nip and you'll learn a few other things as you're there. You'll need some for Hulk and some other things that uh, you'll learn to enjoy. The best fruit, by the way, in the world, durian. Oh, my, oh, my, okay? Uh, I've learned to enjoy that, but Panita, I'll buy you a big one, okay, when you get there, okay? Um, where are we? Begin Sunday morning Sunday school. We have one big Sunday morning service. It goes and it goes, and it's uh, <laughs> a little bit longer than what you would be used to here, okay? Um, we want to also uh, print new tracks. And church fam, thank you for supporting our track ministry. Uh, people in jail have received our track. Uh, people in faraway villages received our track. We've uh, been able to start a church because people have received the track and they didn't even know us. Uh, people have called and they've gotten saved. People in our area came to know Christ because why? Someone passed them a track. They went house to house, door to door. They met them on the street. They met them at the store. They met them somewhere and they got a track, put the gospel on it. And because of that, they're saved. Of course, they came to know Christ. And lastly, we want to translate a book called Change Into Its Image. And we know that that will help uh, our people tremendously. You know, we don't have a lot of resources there in Cambodia like we have here. We are blessed here. We have so much here in America. But yet there, there is still a great need. Would you please pray for this list right here? Pray for our people. Pray for the church plants. Pray for your missionaries. We are able to do what we do because we have a great supporting home church. I travel and I've been to probably about over 80 churches in the past year. Traveled about 15 states, thousands upon thousands of miles. Here's what pastors ask me when I go from church to church. Some big churches, and we're a big church here, church family. Some small churches, they ask me, so who supported you first? I say, my home church. Who's your greatest supporter? Right here. They believe in us. They support us. They back us up. They're there for us. And we thank you for that. Let's move on and look at this photo right here. My daughter's favorite pastor. Wherever we go, it's, Daddy, are we going to go to Pastor Meyer's church? Yes, we'll be back soon. We've got to get back home. We've only gone for a few days or a few weeks. We're coming on back. But let me love us. So pastor Ruby will come to love her pastor. Pastor Myers, thank you so much for leading our church. I hope you love our pastor. I hope you understand how much he has done for our church. Hope you understand the load that he carries and that we as a church family, man, I might not get to my message, but we as a church family need to lift up the arms, the hands, and load of our pastor. Lift up the arms, the hands, the load of our staff here. You know, when I grew up, there was just a little bit more staff. It's a little bit more help. And you know, today, they're stretched. And I'm just one who's coming back and forth. Church family, let's help our church. As we come to church more this year, let's be helped. Let's get involved here. You know, our pastor helped me so much. Last year, we, uh, sorry, 2022, we got back unexpectedly. And after getting here for a couple months, my wife's green card came in the mail. 
And what did my pastor say? He said, hey, your wife's here uh, and her green card's here. That means you can stay a little bit longer. You need to go hit the road, man, and raise some support because you have a wife and, a, and one child now and uh, you just can't live off the little bit that you lived off of for many, many years. And I said, I guess you're right but I don't really want to go. I don't really want to hit the road. I don't want to uh, go from church to church and be from place to place, really. Uh, it, was, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't think I could do it, and I didn't think that I had the strength or, nor the confidence to do so. But Pastor Myers, thank you for pushing. Thank you for implying. Thank you for leading. Thank you for sending. It's been a great journey. Just on this leg of the trip, as we've been back for a couple months now, 10 states, 16 churches, God has been so good. But we look forward to getting back home. We look forward to getting back to Cambodia, because that's where home is for my family. That's where it is for me, my wife, and my two girls, and Lord willing, God will give us maybe one or two more. We'll see. But as we jump right back into ministry, pray for this also. It's really big. Uh, I told churches everywhere I go, this is huge because we were here for about 14 months. And then we said, you know what? We're going to go back to Cambodia because I miss home. My wife misses home. We miss our people. We miss the people we get to serve with, the people that we led to Christ, people that we've discipled, the people that are serving Jesus there did not serve Jesus there just 10 years ago. And so we left for five months, but then come to find out that you can't stay out of America that long. You have six months to get back into America or you lose green card status. So we turned around, we made a quick decision. We said, come back home, got back home in October. And three months have passed. Man, it's fast. But we want to get back there. The journey since then has gone by so fast. We left then, and Emily, Ruby was just about a month and a half then. Emily's knocked out there. Probably about 11 o'clock at night, we arrived in Cambodia. We see our people there. There goes why we need the education building right there, buddy. You know what that is right there? That is our nursery on the side of our building right there. And so you bring your portable changing table right there, and then uh, you take care of business right there. Um, this is uh, uh, not too long after getting uh, back into Cambodia. Of course, my wife has not seen her family in a few years, okay? And that's not easy when you're just an hour's flight away. COVID and all changed life, changed up everything. And Emily's loving riding on that cart right there with her uncle right there. Uh, and this is where some of you can end up. And some of you can be serving the Lord here in the country of Laos. Amen, Bratongdi? We love the ministries there. We love being with our family, being with my brother-in-law, seeing what God is doing in and through his life. We love seeing the church grow there. This has been the journey. Love our family and so thankful for them, so thankful for the support and for their love, their care, and them doing their part to help the gospel go forth there in their village right there and using both of their homes so that we can have a church where usually you don't have a church. And then, of course, it's never easy saying bye to family, but we've got to continue on. We've got to get back here to Cambodia, where God is doing a great work. 
where we get to be with our team members, minus some that are here in America right now or traveling back and forth. We get to be with our children there uh, and, and just see God use this feeding ministry here to help them to know the love of Christ and then also to know Christ personally. Underprivileged kids here, kids whose backgrounds would break your heart. We have so many, we had so many children walk up here and give to missions. That's who you give to right there, church family. Those are some of the uh, uh, most poorest children in the world. Some of them live directly across the street from me. Wow. To see their homes, to see their living conditions, okay? Your pets live in a better condition than some of those homes right there. Preaching to our uh, folks there in Satray, uh, loving our, 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 our people there, my wife having fun with ladies. Uh, those of you like papaya salad, come on over. It's good, it's hot, it's spicy, and uh, you'll love it there. Uh, three young ladies that have grown up in our team ministry that have been uh, uh, saved through our ministries of our church. Uh, a new discipleship uh, group right here that Lord willing will turn into a church plant. Uh, uh, Brother Mon doing a great job, one of our national men right there. Uh, helping uh, uh, newly uh, saved people like this lady right here uh, um, grow in her faith. Seeing new families come to church, seeing uh, uh, Thee come to know Christ right before we left to come back to America this past October. Uh, invite people into our home. We thank God for our home, but our home is not just for us. Our home is to be a place where we can bring people in and build relationships and help them to know Jesus. These are our next-door neighbors, our gooey people. More food, more friends, more fun. Can't have fellowship without food. My little buddy right there, Luca. Uh, why is he so happy? Because his dad right there in the middle just got saved before we left back to come back to America. You have uh, uh, Moses. That's how you pronounce it in English. His name is Mose in Khmer. You have Luca, Luke. You have Thee right there. I didn't want to leave, church family. When you just lead someone to Christ, you don't want to leave them behind. You want to be there to disciple them. But I'm thankful for Brother Mon, a good man right there, a man that we support here. You know, Pastor Myers said a couple weeks ago that we want to support our men there, the men that we train there. That's one of our men right there. That's who we support right there. Uh, grandma and Grandpa right there, they're in their 70s. Two weeks before we left, I was able to lead them to Christ. It took a year for them to get saved. Week after week, month after month, uh, question after question. I think I spent about an hour and a half time with them. Uh, uh, they live about an hour and a half at our fifth church plant, sharing the gospel with them. And that day was a wonderful day when they said, Teacher, I want to get saved today. I want to get saved now. I'm not going to wait any longer. What must I do to be saved? And we, uh, I, I, I led them to Christ. Praise God that they're in church. And praise God their family's now seen a changed life in them. In their late 70s, early 80s, life's almost gone. It's never too late. Time is short. We must get people the gospel. Amen. Children, they're in that village. They're getting the gospel. We're on our way back this past October. We arrive in LAX, and man, is it a madhouse there in LAX. And then now, Ruby sees her favorite pastor right there. We travel, head to New York, see family, pray for my family. None of them know Jesus on my dad's side of the family. 
they're into voodoo worship. They're into uh, 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 sacrificing animals and other black magic type things. We get to travel to churches and meet uh, uh, and be with great pastors who take us on for support. Uh, we get to be in churches uh, who love us and uh, uh, pray for us and support us. People who take us in and uh, take care of our needs. We get to go to winter camp this past uh, month and invest in the next generation, just like someone invested in me. I want to do the same and help the next generation. Get to spend time with family. We wish it snowed this year. You don't really get much snow, if anything, there in Asia. Uh, it's usually hot, hotter, and hottest uh, there in Cambodia, Laos. Uh, you get to uh, be with some of our uh, Korean brethren. And praise God for this church right here, a small church here, not too far from here. But wow, a heart for missions. I was at a church, uh, uh, this church right here. There are about 100 people in that church supporting 150, I'm sorry, 145 missionaries. Amazing. Amazing. I think we're done there. Tonight, church family, we don't have much time left. Let's take our Bibles and turn to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter number 4, we'll be reading verse number 11 to verse number 13. You would please stand with me as we read God's word. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. Thank you for your investment, for your involvement, for your love. I hope that the photos and the stories behind all that I shared spoke to your heart. hope that it challenges you to help someone else. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 11, the Bible says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And here we go. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth. I mean, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then you may be seated. Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you this time that we can gather here tonight. Many around the world wish they would have a place to gather in freedom, without fear of persecution, without fear of danger. Oh, thank you for what we have here. May you bless your word, bless this remaining time that we have. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. You know, the Apostle Paul has been through so much in life and ministry. So much has happened in his life, yet we find here that he is grateful, he has joy, he has peace. He's learned a few things. One thing that he's learned is contentment. He's learned that things will be fine because God is with him. And in our own life, in my life, I found through my years of serving the Lord that if I have Christ, and if he gives me the strength, and if he helps me to move forward, to continue on this journey, then I will be just fine. And you family will be just fine. He went through so much, 
even at this time writing from prison, yet with a good attitude. What has he been through? 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24, 28 says, Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day have I, I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Wow. Yet through it all, he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ, strengtheneth me. Whatever he was experiencing then and there, he was able to do it. He was able to move on. Why? Because he had Christ. He was doing it through Christ. Christ was helping him, and my, is he helping us. I hope that you and I understand that everything that we can do for the cause of Christ for eternity to continue on, to move forward, it's because of Jesus. In my own power, in my own strength, I will fail. I will stop. I don't have the ability. I don't have the strength. But Jesus does. I didn't think that I could travel this nation when pastor said, go. But thank you, Lord for giving me the strength to do so. And he will do the same for you. Time and time again throughout my years of life, he has proven himself faithful because he will never fail, he will never leave you. I don't know what you may be experiencing today, now what you experienced last year, what struggles you're trying to get through this year. Know that you and I must do it through Christ, and that you and I must plead, you and I must beg, you and I must pray and ask God to give us the strength to carry on. His strength is perfect. Paul, no super Christian, is just like you and I. Things may not be easy. But it's possible through Christ, no matter your faults, your failures, your inadequacies, your uh, weaknesses, through Christ, you can be helped. All things, I don't know what you're presently dealing with. I dealt with so much throughout my years. I dealt with a broken home. I dealt with not having what I thought I needed to have, but Christ said, it's okay. I'm here for you. He's taught me through the years faith, patience, trust, resilience. What has he taught you in your Christian years of serving him? I hope that you'll continue for Christ, not just for a time, but for all your life. We, church family, need to stay living for Christ, need to stay serving Christ. There is someone who depends on us. There is someone who is watching us, There's someone who needs us. You know, as a father now, I love the parent life. But Pineda, thank you for modeling a great parent, uh, a family life. 
from a teenage years, I looked at your family life, and I looked at the things that you told me as a teenager, and now I look and see what, where it is now, and life you have with your wife, and the children, and Mark, and Rachel, congratulations. That's what I want. My daughter, Ruby, she's eight months now. She's trying to stand. She's crawling everywhere, climbing on everything. But she can't do it all, so sometimes she lifts her arms up and she grabs onto me and says, you know, I'm thinking in her mind for her, I can't do this. But Dad, through you, with you, I can. And the same way goes for us, Christian. We maybe can't do it. Maybe it seems too big, too strong, too heavy for us, well, then go to God. He's there for you. He's there for me. He always has. He always will be there for us. Don't faint. Don't quit. Don't make an excuse. 2 Corinthians says, uh, chapter 4, verse 16, 17, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day, for our light affliction is but for a moment, working for us a far exceeding and eternal weight of glory. If you're weak today, if you're struggling today, rest in God. Go to him. Isaiah 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. What are you going through today? Seek God. Seek him. Matthew 6, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What you may be experiencing now may look impossible to overcome. It may look bleak. It may look, it may look like, you know what? Ain't nothing good going to come out of this. If God is with you, if you're trusting him, if it's his will, He'll help you. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So much to say, yet so little time. We must do it through Christ, our own power. We don't have enough strength. I can do all things by your ability? No. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. This message is to remind me that I also need to do it through Christ. No matter where I am in life, no matter what happens, no matter what comes up, I need him. You need him. You're a new Christian. You need God. You're a new Christian, you need more church. Uh, uh, church family, we, we've been saved for many years. We still need God. We still need his strength every single day to do more for him. There is so much more to do here at our church. There's so many more ministries to start. There are so many more people to help. There's so many more people to reach. There are still many more places to go. There are many people here, many more people here saved in this church than sometimes places all around the world. Do your part to get people the gospel. You say, oh, 
I'm not gifted. Oh, I'm not either. Oh, I don't like speaking publicly. Well, I don't either. I don't like being up here either. It's easy to speak at another church than it is to speak at your own church, okay? <laughs> I mean, in my high school years and my college years, I probably only spoke just a few times uh, behind a pulpit or to anyone, okay? Uh, but you know what? Christ will give me the strength. And through him, we can do what we cannot do, but he will do it through us. I'll say it again, that I believe that within our church, God is calling and he wants more to go. Don't hold back. Go. More can, more should, and more need to go because time is short. We need more churches. We need more missionaries. We need more laborers. Your role today in the church what is it? Is it unknown or small? Do more. Is it behind the scenes? Be more visible. Is it already visible? Be more active. Is it already active? Be more committed. Is it committed? Take it to another level here at our church. Christ will give you the strength. Christ will be there with you to help you and to help me. It is possible. Christ is there to help you. And I want to see what that's going to be like here in 2024. I want to come back again as we, Lord willing, leave next month. And then we sadly come back again because we just can't stay out that long until this paper process is done. And I want to see what new faces I see because here tonight, there's a good amount of faces that I do not know. What does that mean? That means that Someone in here is allowing God to strengthen them, to go, to tell, to help, to teach. And we need more and more new people here. And Lord willing, when I come back and when other missionaries come back, we see some of you, Lord willing, not here. Not here because, not, not here because you are not in church, but not here because you're going to go out. You're going to start something. You're going to be somewhere. You're going to do something for Jesus somewhere else. And know that Christ will strengthen you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Pastor Myers.